Hey guys, what's up? It is Alan and AJ coming in hot. AJ doesn't like when I say that, so I'm going to make sure I emphasize the T. Hot. I like the emphasis. (laughs) It is the Double A Fantasy Football Podcast. We took two weeks off. One was on purpose, one was on accident, but I took a third week off. Uh, AJ, I really appreciate you you putting all that together. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. No problem, no problem. I just wanted to get something out for everybody, and glad to have you back. So we got the dynamic that we had from the gym. Uh, so I feel like there was a part of my heart that was gone, and now it's it's feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely pumped to get into this. Um, so why don't you kick it off with some news for the people? Yeah, we're gonna follow just about the same style. We have news, then recap. We got a little surprise for you guys there in the middle, and then we're gonna go mm, through hot segment, hot. <laughs> So starting off with the news, Kaepernick is not kneeling anymore. He's actually going to have a workout with the NFL. I, I heard there was some uh, like argumentative side to it all. He wanted like a Tuesday, I think, and they, the NFL said, no, you're going to get a Saturday. They wanted a Saturday afternoon. They said no, or they wanted a Saturday afternoon. I think they gave him a Saturday morning. It, it was something awkward where it wasn't the exact time he wanted, but I, I still think it's really exciting for all these NFL teams to get a look at him. Yeah, yeah, lots of scuttlebutt on that date and time and when the workout, when he'd be ready or whatnot. But he's constantly said he's been ready, stayed in game shape, whatever. Um, I'm definitely excited that he's getting a shot. I'm a little nervous that it is kind of just like a PR stunt to kind of clear the NFL's name. Like, oh, well, we got your workout. Nobody wants you, that kind of thing. So I hope that's not the case. But some teams I definitely think he would fit in immediately and this is kind of with the evolution of the nfl quarterback this year uh seattle and baltimore come to mind for me because yeah baltimore is a a baltimore i'm just working yeah especially baltimore i mean their game plan is almost identical to what he was doing in san francisco with the other harbaugh brother and seattle same type of thing they they do you know mobile quarterback things not that russell runs all the time uh, but I just think their their offensive style kind of fits that. So yeah, it's just it's weird that they got it. I don't know what's going on that Kaepernick doesn't isn't a backup somewhere. I mean, I get I know. Like, all the stuff he did, but even so, like plenty like Ray Rice had a job after his incident. Like <laughs> yeah. so many people had jobs after they've done something, and this guy's standing up for like justice in society, and they're like, yeah. nope, can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I get it. Like I do too. He's he's. He is the face of this thing because, you know, Eric Reed sat right next to him from the jump and he's been on Carolina for this is his second year back on on Carolina as a safety. So why does he have a job? But Kaepernick doesn't. People will say, oh, because Kaepernick sucks. Well, they say that because they don't like what he's doing. I don't I've never heard anybody that at least doesn't oppose you know, what he has done with the kneeling and stuff that says he's a bad quarterback. I mean, in every poll, like every silent poll you see on Twitter, is Kaepernick good enough to be a a backup for however many teams? And almost all of them are always at least 60 to 70%. Yes, he could play. That's the biggest thing is people assume they, we mean a starter. I mean, I looking like, honestly, excluding everything he does off the field and his kneeling, that whole thing, excluding all of that, there's yeah. no way you could say he's not at least a good backup somewhere. This guy went to the Super Bowl. Right. Like, it's, I know. it's baffling to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you. he's in the shot. I hope those are real eyes that are going to be on him and not 
you know, they're just there because I mean, the NFL told them to be. The, the problem I see kind of happening with him is I think he's going to expect money. I don't know. I don't think he should because he's been out so long, but I think he's going to expect a little bit more than what people want to pay. Maybe, but I kind of think he's to a point where he literally just wants that shot. So if somebody's going to say, so. yeah, we'll give you kind of like a minimum or like a million dollar deal to finish the year out, that gives him a shot. He's in the league. He's taking reps in practice. Other teams, you know, he'll kind of just be back in the flow of things and then he'll be, he'll be a free agent and then teams will look at him in the offseason. Yeah. I right. don't know. I hope right. it goes well for him. Yeah. So moving on with the news, though, we have a this is a really big letdown. I know earlier in the year we had Disley go down, which was like a, a waiver wire claim. But this guy people drafted. Austin Hooper is out for a month. And that's a big part of the fantasy. Season. This is the playoff time. This is where it's crunch time. You're figuring out what you're doing. Am I making playoffs or not? Hooper goes down. Good luck with the tight end waiver wire there's not much it's out there awful. if you yeah, can get it's... jared cook for whatever reason if he's out there get him now yeah especially for this week that's that's something i'll talk about in the preview probably sounds like you will too yeah it's it's rough that tight end position's always rough and he's obviously the best tight end this year um yeah there's there's some guys that are okay at tight end that are out there, but you really, it's, it's such a toss up with them because it is most of them in the week are going to give you five points, but then there's going to be one that stands out and gets like 12. You know, I didn't even put a waiver in for a tight end. Cause <laughs> there's like nothing, you no. know, like I, I need to just pick, pick away at what's left, but yeah, that's a devastating injury for, especially if you have a good team and most, most people that have Hooper are a top, like three or four team in their league because of him. Well, her. and yeah, because they got him so late right? that, you know, so yeah. Uh, David Johnson, still a question mark. He is hurt and he isn't hurt. And then he is hurt and he goes in for one snap. I, I don't know. I think yeah, Kenyon that, Drake shot up a lot because David Johnson is such a mystery. Yeah. The one that the reason I even mentioned, I, I put him on the, as the news is, is because I watched him, in his few carries and he just looks like he's in so much pain. I mean, he's like running the ball on a blown out tire. It, yeah. I almost feel like they should shut him down. Cause he's, he's hurting really bad. They I played Tampa. Like... Ooh. He got, no, they did play Tampa and he, he just got, I mean, yeah. he just got wrecked. Well, I, I feel like players are almost getting to the point. Like, Andrew Luck and Doug Baldwin to where they're like, I have enough money. This is just too much. Yeah. I think David Johnson's getting there too, especially like, I feel like they kind of feel that way a little bit better when there's somebody behind them picking up on what they do. Like he can feel Kenyon Drake creeping up his back in general, regardless. So I don't know. I don't see David Johnson. I don't think he's going to finish the year. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I mean, Drake, uh, Drake's talented, but he's nowhere near David Johnson. No. And it's just, he's been running behind such a bad line for so many years. I mean, he's, he's literally like the Andrew Luck of running backs. Yeah. He's just been slaughtered for years yes. and getting destroyed. And, so and they good. put the offense entirely in his hands. The big what if guy. So then moving on, this big one here is Emmanuel Sanders. But from what I've seen, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, which is uh, kind of crazy. Cause he's an like, animal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and... talk about a guy. <laughs> like, this guy tore his Achilles last year, and he's, like, majorly productive. Even with Denver, he was. And now it's even better. But, yeah, I, I mean, that guy's so tough. Yeah, and with that same team, uh, Kittle is still 
up in the air. I, I think it might be a little bit more than what we think. I, I don't know, though. Yeah. Knee injury, right? I mean, he's... Yeah. If it, I, he's such a athletic freak. I feel like I feel like he'll be able to come back. Yeah, uh, but he's such a central part of that offense. With a Sanders there, they're, they might be lucking out because they have a scapegoat. But if Sanders right. wasn't there, I'd be worried about the Niners. Not as much because, I mean, their defense is the best, but... Uh, the other, there was more one more injury I wanted to add to this. I only knew this because I traded him away. Was Trevathan, Danny Trevathan for the Bears? His elbow bent the opposite way entirely. It was just a tackle. It wasn't anything dirty. He just went down. He went down on the ground. Put his hand down. His elbow bent in, and then he was out. So I'm I'm expecting he's out the whole rest of the year. It's it was just a really nasty injury, and that's going to hurt that Bears defense. Oh, I'm glad I missed that one. Yeah, it was gross. I didn't want to watch it. Well, let's jump right into the Week 10 recap. Do it. Glad you're here, man. <laughs> so I don't have to run through this on my own. It was like first, a sprint. <laughs> yeah, first game we had uh, Thursday night, Chargers at Raiders. And this one turned out to be pretty interesting. Oakland takes the win 26-24. Yeah, I am. Uh, let's stick with the Chargers first here. I I love Hunter Henry. I, I got him in a league, and he, mm-hmm. he's doing what you need him to. Keenan Allen, though, is another disappointment. It was better week, but it's still disappointing. Yeah. 11, unless you're PPR, and even then it's still not the numbers you expect, but right. he had 11 targets, and he's only getting 68 yards on eight receptions. I just expect somebody that gets that many receptions to do at least 100 yards. Yeah. But Especially against more so against Oakland. Right. Uh, yeah, not not as like a, a flat base statement. Like if you have eight catches, you should have this many yards, especially, but like Oakland for right, sure. That's I, I mean, mean, I think they have the second worst pass defense in the league. So yeah. please, oh, please just talk about my boy, Melvin Gordon for me. He woke just, up. just tell He's me, dead. told you he, I, I think I, I called this like two weeks ago. Yeah. I, the, the one we recorded that we didn't get to post that he was firing up. Like he was getting going. You could see Eckler's Eckler's barely hanging on to this offense. I mean, he it's, got relative. Me. I agree. I, I always thought the, the chargers and they always kind of have always had that receiving back in the role that they played. And in this case, Eckler only had two catches. Luckily for whoever had to play him, got a touchdown out of it. Uh, but Melvin Gordon, like I, like I said, when he was coming back, he's going to take over this offense like he did before, regardless of how Eckler is doing. Now, yeah. for one, I think the Chargers are doing this because they only have a year of his contract left. They're going to pound him into the ground and, and get rid of him. Uh, so Eckler's time may come next year for them. But I, I saw this coming, and Eckler, I'd be nervous if I had Eckler. I mean, you got a prediction where Melvin Gordon goes next year? Oh, man. I actually haven't thought about that. I haven't either. Man, I, it depends on, like, a, a lot of different things. It like, does, I would yeah. have to look at who's a free agent. We'll, we'll try to think about that on the last pod of the year if we can. Yeah, a off-season preview. All right. Uh, our boy Josh Jacobs, another nice game. 16 for 71 and a touchdown. You love to see it. Yes, I do. Very yeah. much. You just love uh, it. I'd like to give a shout-out there to Alec Ingold uh, with – He's the fullback for Oakland. One attempt for three yards. Uh, one target, one reception, nine yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> really was hoping that went to Josh Jacobs or even Darren Waller because Darren Waller was quiet with three receptions. Yeah, and he's been quiet. He's getting five targets, so he's getting the targets. He's getting the same yeah. amount of targets as everybody else. But... But, but before, he was getting like 
11 to 14 every game. Yeah, and I think that's because Hunter Renfro is being worked in. Yes. He's, he's getting a lot more attention. Yes, and desperation PPR pickup right there if he's available. I mean, he, with what's out there to get 8 to 10 points in a flex or a third receiver, right. it's not bad. <clears throat> no, not bad. Derek Carr quietly being a regular quarterback. Yeah, and you even, know, I, I think, doing better than people thought he would do. Absolutely. I think I think a lot of people are surprised by Gruden. I, I think we well, expected him. Well, he came him... in saying they didn't want him, or he didn't want Carr. Gruden did. Yeah. So well, now he got him. Yeah, and, and he's playing for him. So yeah, it's, I think it's they're fine. I mean, I watch Hard Knocks. It seems like they're fine. Gruden treats him the same as everybody else. Knock on wood, if you're with me. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think Derek Carr is going to He's going to—this is where I expected Derek Carr to be, honestly, a little bit better because of how hot his rookie year was, yeah. but I don't know. Good for I got him. a question for you. I mean, we've we've taken a lot of time on this game, but I have a question for you. Is is Rivers over the hill? Uh, Yeah, it sounds like he's through the woods and gone as well. Yeah. Over he's, the hill. Uh... I, don't, I, I don't know. Rivers has always been this kind of a quarterback, though. But he really hasn't because— Almost every season in his entire NFL career, he's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Yeah. And I don't know. Their right line now is he... so bad. Forward, if you have Rivers on your team, you can play him matchup-based. I don't think he's a set and forget, though. Yeah, oh, I definitely don't think that either. He's in the yeah. bottom. Like, So let's move on to this uh, Driscoll experience here. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll, Driscoll experience. Detroit Lions. Uh, Matt Stafford had a back injury, came out of nowhere on a Saturday, sat the week. Driscoll came in through 269, a touchdown and interception. Uh, I mean, good for him, mm-hmm. I guess. You clearly don't need to worry about, well, I shouldn't say that, but uh, Kenny Galladay is still fine. Uh, he, he, had, yeah. he only had 57 yards on three catches, but he scored. He also had nine targets. So yeah, I'm say the, the target's backup, a big deal. Yeah, even the backups looking him dead in the eye to to get out of any trouble. So if you have Galladay, keep playing him even with Driscoll. It's fine. Trubisky, actually, solid game here. Only seven incompletions, three touchdowns, not a lot of yardage. It seemed like they played the the field position game in this one. But he took care of the ball, and that you know that's all they're hoping for with him, really. Yeah, and David Montgomery, he had enough attempts, so I would feel good about him, but he just didn't do a whole lot. He had 60 yards. Uh, Allen Robinson still being that, you know, a good wide receiver, too, with 86 yeah, he's, yards. Yeah, he's a nice PPR guy because the, yeah. the Bears really aren't getting in the end zone that much in the receiving core, but he seems to be around six. He's usually around like five or six catches, 60 to 80 yards, which is, which is fine. Yeah. I think the biggest things about this game, quickly, is Tariq Cohen, I'm happy he's getting involved, and he needs to be more involved. Uh, Secondly, if you're kind of stuck on a running back, look for J.D. Mm -hmm. McKissick. I know Ty Johnson is, he's probably doubtful for this week. I think even if Ty Johnson plays and starts this week, they're going to start using J.D. McKissick way more. Yeah, it seems like they like him. Yeah, and he's a good receiving back. But lastly, next year, TJ Hawkinson, he's going to work on how to catch a ball, and I think he's going to be a good tight end next year. He's still get, he's getting so many targets. I think he's probably the highest drop touchdown tight end, maybe even receiver in the league. He's had so many touchdowns that he's dropped. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, we can go way back in the, the time machine <laughs> and, I, and talk about how I said TJ Hawkinson would not be anything 
after one good week. And I, I think it's, it's because not, Stafford's out. Well, he's been bad with Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is with, with him, the re, it wasn't him that was my reasoning at all. He's a talented tight end. He's probably going to be really good for his whole career. Uh, but rookie tight ends literally never produce. Right. Never. And I don't know if it's because they're learning blocking schemes, different types of situations in the NFL or whatnot. But, I mean, it's just historically proven that tight ends don't get it their first year. Yeah. So that first week explosion did not fool me. Yeah. So uh, this next game we have was... I, <laughs> exactly I mean, how we thought? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what we thought, as well as, like, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't even know what to say about him. Uh, three passing touchdowns, 223 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Lamar is... He had he definitely cooled off for a couple games. I mean, he was yeah. getting his team wins, but he his numbers cooled off a lot. Uh, but I mean, you play Cincinnati, you're you're supposed to look like this. His one run was insane. Oh, uh, what was it? Seventy eight <laughs> yards? No, four. He no, it was the forty seven yard. He only had oh, sixty five yards total. Yeah, he did. But the touchdown run was just dumb. I mean, spin move, jukes. It looks he so looks good. he looks unreal. Is he? Okay, some real life football. Is he MVP? I don't know, man. McCaffrey's just <laughs> doing things we've never seen. I know, I know, but you know what? They, they, you have to always take into account like teams' records and playoffs if they're, you know, if they make. It. I mean, look, but it, yeah, I know, and they're both the central point. Lamar Jackson, McCaffrey, both the central points. Like, yep. yeah, oh yeah. The, I think yeah. because Lamar Jackson has to do more like throwing and running, I think that I would give it to Lamar at this exact point in the season. Okay. It, so Lamar or Russell Wilson? Man, I, my heart is... <laughs> hum, it's humbly set on Russell Wilson. Right. Because he's taught me how to be humble with all of his tweets. We get it. You like the other team, even though you just and beat it, the crap out of them. You waited to have sex till you were married. I get Good it. Good for you, Sierra. What a gal. So Ravens seven and two and Lamar's done what he's done. He's on pace for 1200 yards rushing. I know top of like 3000 yards passing. Yeah. So, That's just uh, insane. And we have the tight end Mark Andrews coming back being his favorite receiver there. Uh, eight targets, six receptions, 53 yards, two touchdowns. I was a little surprised. Hollywood Brown is still like, yeah, catching alive. Hollywood 80 yards Brown. and a touchdown. I think he's healthy. I think whatever was wrong with him, he was actually really hurt because yeah. last week he seemed okay. And this week, obviously four for 80 and a touchdown is pretty good. I <laughs> three different, really go ahead. Three different tight ends caught balls for the That's how they run it though. Way. That's how they always run. It's it. just super short dink and dunk because well, what is that? So Hayden Hurst had 20, which 20 yards with the lowest, but then Nick Boyle had 78 yards, Mark Andrew yeah. had 53 yards. Yeah, and as good as Lamar is, he's he's not somebody who can, like, air it out outside of, you know, he'll take deep shots, but he really, he's like a short to medium guy. And yeah. he's hitting these tight ends on these short routes. And like, it's working. I, like, I don't know. It's I think uh, as much as Lamar Jackson ran the ball, we kind of, we're like, just give it to Ingram already. He only has 34 yards and nine attempts. Yeah. He had no receiving yards. He got a touchdown that saved it for you, but I was a little let down by that. I think this is the time of year for you guys to be thinking about handcuffs. Uh, go grab Gus Edwards. 
yeah. he's one of those guys that's going to be a good handcuff at yeah, the time. The, so. the other thing with that, too, is I, I, I know Gus is probably the handcuff, but Justice Hill's creeping. I mean, they, everybody is. thought Justice Hill might steal the starting job from Ingram before the year started. And he's just sitting there waiting. And I'd like to yeah. see – not that I'd like to see Ingram get hurt. If he got hurt, to see how that would work. Um, yeah. Other side of things, really the only thing to talk about is our boy Joe Mixon. Good uh, for him. Yeah. 30 attempts. 30 carries. In a in a game where you were getting blown out, they just handed it off. And I think you're probably going to see this because Ryan Finley's the quarterback there. Yeah, yeah. So but with that that's... being said, I don't know if you're going to go here, but I think Tyler Eifert is a good tight end for a couple of weeks here. With, I mean, it's a, it's a dart throw. I'll say that about everybody. Okay. I mean, he has to score a touchdown to be valuable. Yeah. So Boyd he, still had eight targets, six receptions, 62 yards. So rely on yeah, him. So he's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's not even that bad. If he gets in the end zone, it's a good week. So, well, it's definitely not bad for being Finley. Right. And I, you know, I don't, I don't even think he's that terrible. I don't either. You're getting slaughtered like that. And, you know, he, he only yeah. turned it over once. So, like I said, playing that or ball twice, that purple on the other side of the ball gets scary. Right. So. Let's move on to uh, your favorite matchup, I'm sure, of the week. No. Buffalo and Cleveland. Not my favorite matchup, but um, wow. the end result was okay. I mean, yeah. how could this be your favorite matchup? It was the ugliest game I've watched all year. Well, I don't know. Your you're team won at yeah, home. And it was, or, no, yeah, bar- in Buffalo. No, it was at home. Barely felt like yeah, they it was, won, yeah, yeah. but they did. Um, Baker had a solid game. 238, two touchdowns, didn't turn it over. Um Chubb also 20 for 116 didn't Chubb score so good yeah Chubb is so good <laughs> like I'd give this man the ball 40 times a game he's yeah I mean he's like I but now that and here here's another point Kareem Hunt I mean I don't know if if you watched the Browns but oh yeah Kareem Hunt was blocking like it was like a, a, it's so good like <laughs> a monster fullback yes. i mean he was literally just a tank destroying people and he got involved seven catches 44 yards four carries 30 yards this is his first game back in a long i know time. the game was pretty tight but i mean it is kitchen so who knows but i'm a little <laughs> surprised baker threw the ball 38 times when you have nick chubb and kareem hunt yeah and even odell look give odell the ball to throw a couple times he had <laughs> on receiving side he had 12 targets 12 yeah. And only yeah. had five receptions for 57 yards. Yeah, they tried to force it. Well, the reason he only had the five catches, it, they were at the goal line, and I'm sure you saw that stat where they were yeah. the first team in, like, forever to have it six times and not get in. Uh, but they force-fed him three times at that goal line for that play. I got two pass interference calls, so there's two yeah. of those missed targets. Landry um, has been hot, especially yeah. in PPR, nine for 97 and a touchdown. Yeah, Landry, I, there was a time where Landry was the PPR god. Like, yeah. when he was in Miami, he was 10 catches every game, 100 yards, sometimes a touchdown, sometimes not. Yeah. The other side of the ball, Devin Singletary really disappointed me. Really I thought, disappointed. I thought he was going to have a nice game here. He only had eight carries. I don't that's know, what I was going to say. They're... That's what I think the issue was. Yeah, and I don't get it because the game was close. The game flow was ugly and slow. And last week he had 20 carries, so I don't understand yeah. why he went down to eight. And it's I know not for, like Gore well, got That's it. where I was going too, yeah. It's not like he he drilled into it. He only had five. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried moving forward with Singletary. I think they play Miami this week, and I would yeah. just keep on hanging on with Singletary. He's fine. He's athletic. He's good. Uh, Josh Allen, though, he's been 
a consistently good 20-point quarterback. He had two rushing touchdowns this game. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, 266. Yeah. Josh Allen's box score never looks good, but his fantasy points always do. Correct. And he The way he throws the ball is so weird-looking. I mean, it's like his arm is like – his wrist is like open when he throws it. Like it's it's very odd-looking. Uh, John Brown having yeah. another week with 50 yards or more, so I think that's been every week still. But he had 77 total, and Beasley had 74. Yeah. Uh, PPR, either one of those guys, get them if you ha- don't have them yet. John Brown had 11 targets. I mean, I it's, he's clearly like just the guy. Yeah. And yeah. actually, Beasley, this was a better week than he's had the last couple, so – it's turning up for him a little bit, but good job, Browns. They kind of needed a win, so yeah, we'll they see did. where they go from here next week. I, I'm sure we'll have fun talking about that one. Yeah, Miami and Indianapolis is the next one. Mm-hmm. 16 uh, to 12. Miami. My other team, the Dolphins. Why do I like <sighs> such bad teams? I don't get it. 16 to 12, Dolphins win. A couple things that I pulled out of this game. I mean, besides Ryan Fitzpatrick just being a real man's man, I mean, I just this guy literally won't slide. He'll just he'll take <laughs> off running and just take just he knows hits. he knows he has that position because he was yeah. the backup and they didn't like Josh Rosen so he's, he's like I'm gonna keep doing it. This guy is a like a baller. He just wants to win and yeah. clearly, clearly Devonte Parker number one option. Ten targets, five for sixty nine. Didn't score, but he looks for him a ton. Yeah, and um, I don't think like. I don't know how available he is in leagues, but get him now because yeah. they have such an easy schedule going forward. Yeah, I don't think I actually don't think he is much available. But again, no. you never never hurts to look. Marlon Mack had a good game, just didn't get in the end zone. Nineteen for seventy four. It's decent yardage there. Yeah. Uh, the tight ends with Brian Hoyer, who played absolutely terribly. Uh, but the tight ends got involved five for 56 and three for 44 and a touchdown for Ebron and Doyle. <laughs> Which one of these two do you pick up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like the Eric Ebron. What is that? The, uh, alliteration there. E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had 12 targets, but, and he should be the red zone guy, but he didn't score the touchdown. So it's I so think weird. I, when I think like the targets is what I'm looking at. So I would pick Ebron up. If yeah. I needed him, but with Brissett coming back, I would assume the wide receivers take over, like Pascal. I agree. And yeah. I actually absolutely thought Pascal. That was my last note here. Was Pascal was so disappointing. I mean, this was like a matchup made in heaven. This is like you played him in your dailies. Like this guy should have went off. Dolphins defense has actually stepped up the last couple of weeks. They've been yeah. really good. So I know uh, Gesicki didn't do anything fancy this week, but he's getting the, he's second yeah. in targets. I would keep your eye on him if you're reaching. If yeah, you're that's, that guy. that's like a top waiver if you need a tight end guy. I, I feel yeah. like, especially this week, I think they actually have a decent, or no, they play the, I think they play the Bills, so not a great matchup. But if you, you know, if you're feeling good, I, it's almost like a gut thing. Like pick up your tight end by gut. Like, is this guy going to be good? Because that's kind of what it is right now. It's really a toss up. Yeah. And then the most surprising game we're moving to right now. My no, it's not my favorite. Second favorite of the most no, third favorite. Surprising result. This was in okay. So, uh, in betting world, not that we condone any betting or anything, but the absolute biggest upset in sports this year, in pro sports, uh, I think the Falcons were like minus or the Saints were minus nine hundred. 
So if you bet the Falcons, you you had a nice payday. 26 to 9 in New Orleans, the Falcons. And if you look at the box score here, yep. <laughs> you really don't know how they did this. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Ryan didn't do it. Hooper only had a touchdown in 17 yards. Freeman, 38. Nobody had a good day. Here's something it was the I'd defense. Like to, yeah, and here's something I'd like to point out, right? Julio Jones, three for 79, no touchdowns, nine targets. Clearly, the Marshawn Lattimore treatment is a thing. I mean, that's not a bad day, but like... I thought he left this game early. Lattimore? Lattimore? Yeah, I thought he got hurt. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm off on that, but... I don't don't know why I'm always able to call you out on these DBs going out, but I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah, well, we can talk about that. Patrick Peterson, the hater. But (laughs) Brian Hill... Probably the waiver out of the week as far as talent and opportunity. He had 20 carries once Devontae Freeman got hurt. There's a guy we forgot to talk about in yeah. the news. Um, doubtful for this week, probably a couple more weeks. So the Falcons are really hurting. Not that you know they need their stars because they're they're completely out of any race. But Brian Hill, you need him, especially if you need a running back. Um, on the I mean, Saints, I'm not, I'm not like like. I don't think Brian Hill is anything crazy, but because of the way the waivers are right now, you have to, to put in that. Yeah, frame. I mean, he's going to be a starting running back. So that's... Yeah, Lattimore did go out in the second quarter with a hamstring problem, and he did not participate today. So he didn't come back into the game at all? No. Well, he shut down Julio early then. Probably Just being honest, he was yelling at him from the sidelines. Hey! <laughs> Hey, he played at least, sounds like a quarter, or yeah. maybe a quarter and a half, so... Yeah. Clearly, I mean, I don't know. Julio maybe. I mean, they still got a good defense all around. All all 79 of those yards after Lattimore left, probably. Um, The other side of things, Breeze really didn't play great. I mean, he didn't play bad, but he was really just ducking underneath everything. He had 32 completions for 287 yards. Nothing. Kamara got nowhere. Four for 24. Latavius. he He didn't get anywhere because they didn't give him the ball. I don't know. You know, they're. He had he had eight catches. I, don't I get know, the game flow, but him. you got to give him the t- time to rush with it. Latavius had more rushing attempts. He won. They didn't run the ball very much. They were, right. they were down early. Right. Um, well, in that second quarter anyway. But Michael Thomas, 13 for 152. Uh, he's the best receiver in football. He, I wish I, I, I was contemplating taking him over Devontae Adams, and I just wish I would have. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, Devonte is good. You know, we'll go over, and you you called his last week. I told you to be nervous about it, and he he yeah. did fine. Um, Jared Cook six for seventy four. That's something good again if he's available. Mm-hmm. Definitely if you need a tight end, that's the guy. Camara, I mean, he's fine. He had eight for fifty and receiving. He just didn't run the ball. They didn't they didn't want to run apparently in this game. Yeah, I know um, because uh. Uh, defensive line that the Atlanta Falcons have is will stop them every yeah, time. Yeah, I mean it's Super Bowl worthy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, that was a shocking game. Yeah, I was I was just like befuddled about that one. Next game we got Giants at Jets of the battle of the fake New York teams where nobody plays in New York. Love it. Giants Jets won. took it, thirty four twenty seven. This 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 game had like loads of secret fantasy value in it i mean daniel like, jones uh, i'm pretty yeah. sure daniel jones and kyler murray la- in on last week's podcast i said were definite 
uh, bye week fill in streamer quarterbacks, and they both produced. And Darius uh, Slayton, like, oh my god, guy? yeah. And I've I've had people in my leagues pick him up two weeks ago based on that one game he had, and now here he is doing it again. Ten for one twenty one, two touchdowns, fourteen targets. Yeah, and he, I mean he's apparently uh, above Golden Tate in in Daniel Jones' eyes, and at least in this game he was. Yeah, but Tate also four for ninety five and two touchdowns. Um, I would just like to point out the great game that Wayne Gallman had. He had one attempt for two yards, which led the team in rushing, actually, because Saquon had 13, 13 attempts for one yard. Yeah, and the, the Jets' rushing defense actually ranks third in the league. Yeah, and so I mean, it makes sense. But... Not that, the, no, I mean, nothing in this line makes sense. It's Saquon Barkley. Uh, but right. actually, Daniel Jones led the team in rushing three carries for 20 yards. Oh, my so, bad. So, uh, even worse, Saquon, feel that. Um, yeah. Golden State, see. so rely on him. I think he said that 95. I don't know if you said he had two touchdowns, too, yes, but... I did. I, like... I think we kind of expect Slayton and Tate to get a lot more until Ingram comes back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like Tate. I mean, I, that's a guy I grabbed in my one of my drafts and waited for him, and he's produced pretty much every week. Uh, on the other side of things, Le'Veon Bell still can't get it going, and that, I, I think that's almost all their line. He just I was going to say, you think it's a line? or yeah. yeah, he had that touchdown. That definitely saved the week for anybody that played him. Yeah. But the people that we keep talking about, first of all, Jamison Crowder, he's mm-hmm. just good. He's good. He's good. Play him. Yeah, I'm not worried about him at all. The guy that I've said that you <laughs> hated on, who is apparently likes to play football, is Demarius mm. Thomas. Yeah. Nine targets, six receptions, 84 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's PPR flex worthy at, at the very least. Uh, but you're definitely not going to count on that every week. Last week, he had two catches for 19 yards. Week before, he had five for 63, three for 42. So I'd say he's averaging like that four points. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, or, or eight. Good flex. Eight, yeah. Uh, PPR only. I, I would not even touch him in standard, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but other than that, not too much to note from this game. I mean, Crowder, no. Crowder, Golden Tate, and Slayton, I think they're kind of automatic guys that you want on your team. Yeah, this next game, though, this is a good one. Yeah. and <laughs> Arizona at Tampa Bay. Let's talk about who plays for these teams. Jameis Winston. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he's the most exciting quarterback in the league. You can't look away, and it's the facts here. Tampa Bay wins 30-27. to 27. Again, if you look at the box score, you kind of don't know how, but they did. Um, again, Kyler Murray, the bye week fill-in, I nailed that one. 324, three touchdowns. Tampa Bay has the worst. They're the most odd team, you know? I, yeah. They have the best rushing defense in the league by far, and the worst pass defense by far <laughs> so i don't yeah. know what bruce arians just i don't know what he's having his d coordinator teach but apparently it's just all blitzes and plugging holes because they can't guard anybody ask christian kirk six for 138 and three touchdowns my Great. goodness i know yeah i i don't know there's not i'm kind of i was hoping larry fitzgerald could get one of those because he's been kind of dry lately but yeah, he did have eight receptions for 71 yards so that's a good day for ppr people absolutely and then uh andy isabella i wouldn't rely anything on that but it was nice seeing somebody he's, else get involved 
Yeah, and that's two weeks in a row he's gotten because last last week I believe he had like an eighty eighty yard touchdown or something. Um, yeah. So he's starting to get looks. Yeah, he had one catch. It was eighty eight yard touchdown. So they're really not not like I don't know. That's like your hail mary, like your your Deshaun Jackson light type play. Yeah. You know what this I mean? is another game where the quarterback actually led in rushing. He uh, Kyler Murray had thirty eight yards and Kenyon Drake had thirty five. Which is not surprising at all against, against Tampa, Tampa Bay. Right. I mean, they have been the team that shut down Christian McCaffrey, and nobody has done that. Yeah. Um, other side of things, Jameis Winston, 358, a touchdown, two interceptions, another fumble. Um, the guy literally just doesn't take care of the ball, but he slings it around, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. You had O.J. Howard just come up from the dead, four for 47 and a touchdown. Finally. Um, I don't yeah. know who was hanging on to him and starting him every single week, but good for Congratulations you. Congratulations. Yeah. That. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of waiver wire ads are going to be thrown on OJ Howard this week. And I might even dig into that. Mike Evans. Godwin, they both had a good week, but yeah. they just yeah. didn't see the end zone. Right. Four for 82 and eight for, uh, or sorry, your boy, Ronald Jones, eight for 77 uh in the receiving game and he had he had a touchdown rushing so not yeah bad. and they said that they today arians came out saying that jones is not just like a wheel around type of receiver he's going to run routes and stuff too so yeah. i think peyton barber might i think that because they're going to use jones more peyton barber might see a little bit more uh rushing like stay with him as far as the rushing attempts go but i i mean as we can see the only thing the only difference was jones got more receiving yards right and they're they're still sharing the ball in the backfield yeah, I I feel like rushing wise, they they lean on Barber more. In yeah. this game, they they didn't, but in general, but yeah. we've we've been flip flopping on these. I two think all year this game surprised me with how Godwin had twelve targets and only had seventy four yards. I I don't know how some like somebody as good as him gets that many targets without having one hundred and fifty yards and eight touchdowns. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> it's Godwin. Cause... He's like the number two. Yeah, I mean, you know, six yeah. or seventy-four is still a good. Yeah, yeah. We have Jameis is Jameis is wild and erratic. You know, so a lot of those throws might not have even been near him. You know, well, I think the fumble he had was actually meant to go to a uh, receiver, and both of those interceptions were too. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. He stops having. I think he averages easily like two point five interceptions a week. Sometimes he averages one touchdown, sometimes he averages five. You never know. Yeah, yeah, but he's almost always over three hundred yards and has right. like one or one or two touchdowns. So um, this next game was a surprising one too. Yes. This was I the week it. of upsets, man. Jeez yeah. oh, man. Casey at Tennessee. Yes. Tennessee came out on top, thirty five to thirty two. Yes. And can we show some love to my former dolphin quarterback, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill? My guy. He didn't Not do a bad. whole lot, but he did a lot when he needed to. You know what right. I mean? They kind of run. They kind of run a. I mean, well, kind of an obvious run-first offense. Twenty-three for one eighty-eight and two touchdowns for Big Boy Derrick Henry. Well, look at the targets. AJ Brown four, Jonu six. Jonu, their tight end, had the most. I know. Uh, Sharp one, Khalif one, Adam Humphreys one. Yeah, they don't. They. I mean, Tannehill spreads it around. They don't throw a lot. But right. it's working. They've and won more games with Tannehill's him. That works quarterback. Yeah, and they're 5-5. Five and five. Like, They were brutal with Mariota, and now they just, like, the whole, the whole team is just, like, charged up and energized with him at quarterback. Their I don't get it. It's just still good. 
Yeah. And you know, it sucks, man. In one league, the league I have Hooper, I have Jonu Smith, but they're on a bye this week and it hurts. Uh, hurts. So I might have to drop him. I don't know. See the other yeah. side of things. Mahomes came back and really not much has changed with him. 446 and three touchdowns. Um, Tyree kill real big benefactor of that. 11 for 157 and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, I'm sure owners are excited to see this game from him. 7 for 75 and a touchdown. Yeah. Miko Hardman had the one bomb. You know, it worked out. That's him, though. That's how it is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And then let's talk about the backfield, right? Okay. Damien Williams. Damien. 19 carries. So clearly, when McCoy is not playing, Damien Williams is. Yeah. And when McCoy does play, it's like both of them. Well, it's like, uh, who knows? Because you see everybody more. Like, even Daryl's more involved. Yeah, I was actually surprised we didn't have more Daryl. Because even, I texted you before the game, and I was like, I'm sure, like, he'll split. And then it ended up being just, like, pure Damien. And he had five catches for 32 yards, too, Damien. Yeah, yeah. So and it was, like, all Damien. Watkins was five for 39. And I feel like he got injured, too. Do you know about that? Uh, I don't know. Actually. Okay, I'll check on that now. Yeah, the the Lizard King is is long gone out of his body. Yes. He, he's another week one wonder, like uh, TJ. He is not cold-blooded. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, big win for Tennessee, 5-5. Five and five. That AFC South is extremely interesting, like it kind of always is. Watkins is not hurt. He just did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, next game we got Carolina at Green Bay. 24-16, to 16, the Packers win. Packers kind of quietly eight and two and really they should be eight and one, but they got destroyed by the chargers last week. They just looked embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rogers uh, is so let me ask you this before we delve into the, <laughs> into these, uh, these stats is Aaron Rodgers the best Aaron on his team. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Cause this year, I don't think so. Uh, Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Rodgers is being limited because of the new coach. And I think Aaron Jones is being promoted. I guess so. Aaron Jones is the number three running back in fantasy. (sighs) Every single one of those was like, uh, it was like, oh, there is a PI at the one. Give it to Aaron Jones. (laughs) Oh, another PI at the two, though. Give it to Aaron. And I'm just, because I played against him, I'm just like, not another. But you know what? It wasn't just like he was gifted all these things. He had 93 yards on. Oh yeah, he carries. put in the work in between. It just happened to be a long bomb because, like, I noticed it because <laughs> yeah. I think two of them came to Devonte Adams. Long bombs he didn't get. Yeah. They called PI, gave it to Aaron Jones. And Devontae Jimmy Adams Graham. didn't have 118 yards though. Yeah, so. nice, nice PPR day for Devonte. Um, a nice PPR game on the other side for DJ Moore. Continuously gets. I mean, we talk about this every week, how he gets eight or nine catches for 80-plus yards. He just yeah. doesn't get in the end zone ever. And there's Curtis Samuel with the yeah. only receiving touchdown there. <laughs> how about Greg Olson had 10 targets, eight receptions, yeah, 98 yeah. yards. He's been really good this year. Uh, yeah. Just in Reliable. general. Uh, and then, I mean, I don't even want to note it anymore. I'm sick of talking about Christian McCaffrey because he's <laughs> disgusting. Like, I'm done Not with, much to say. 108 yards. Another almost 150-plus all-purpose yards and another yeah. one-touchdown game. Kyle Allen, nice against a pretty good defense here. Yeah, the thing with him, though, is people are talking about Cam going to the Bears and Cam going everywhere else now. Yeah, I saw... I saw somebody say best case scenario for the Dolphins, right? This is before they were winning games was uh, they get the number one pick, take Chase Young from Ohio State, 
and and uh sign cam newton <laughs> i was like okay oh. this is weird but maybe that would work maybe. out i don't know maybe. uh but yeah this game uh panthers are a tough team actually they're really good and yeah they know, are they're only their defense is, like their offense is matching their defense and their defense is matching their offense i think yeah uh, yeah i mean and and the packers eight and two it, and it's almost quiet like nobody's talking about the packers I know. It's all it's all Niners, it's all uh Seahawks, it's all Patriots, it's all um Ravens. Like nothing is They're just the shiny. Pack. All those teams are shiny and Packers yeah. are not doing that except yeah. Jones, but so this next matchup here, I would just like to uh give a slow clap to Minka Fitzpatrick. Well <laughs> worth the number 1 pick. Well worth. It. Yeah. Now yeah. I I would like to say that um uh, I hope the refs don't go back and overturn this, but I do not think the one interception he had for pick six <laughs> was an interception. And I'd like to fumble? say, yes, the fumble. Sorry, and I'd like to yeah. say to all of you Browns fans, I apologize because I know that what's his name had like two of them in a game. They caught them both. Incomplete. Yeah. So. Miles yeah. Game. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's funny how things roll the Steelers' way sometimes. A lot of times, yeah. I don't know what to think of the Steelers because. So I, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to start like a Brown Steelers fight, but like I watched the Steelers and I just, I don't know how they're even winning because like, I think, I mean, I I've told all my Browns fans, I think the Steelers get away with more than the like Browns. When you look at those two teams, oh, yeah. and I think there's plenty of teams in the whole but league. Like, I think earned. Packers get away with things and lion like lions don't. Yeah. And it's been earned like yes. Steelers and Patriots get calls because they are what they are. Right. But I agree. But, I think the biggest person to look at when you look at this whole team is Mike Tomlin. Like he, yeah, five and f- is it five and five? Five and four. Five and, and four. So here's the thing too, the, they're four and two at home. So they've played six of their nine at home already. Ooh. So it's like, are they really good, or I, it's just yeah. I don't know. The Steelers are always good at home, even when they're bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And four uh, of their know. five I, I think wins be interesting. are home. A big ho- away game's coming up this next week. And, yeah. But in that game, somebody that looked impressive to me was James Washington and having Finally. that with Mason Rudolph. Washington was 90 and a touchdown uh, with six receptions. Mason Rudolph, 242 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions, no fumbles. It, that, I'll take it. I'm not— Yeah, he's—that's, again, that's part of, like, how I don't know how they're winning because— and this is two good weeks for James Washington, finally. Four for 69 and then six for 90 and a touchdown. Well, He's fine. I know how they're winning. How? You don't, you don't agree with it. It's defense. That's all they have, and it's not even— I know. Okay, so let's talk about the defense who got a fumble recovery for a touchdown that wasn't a touchdown because it wasn't a fumble. Like, without that, they don't— they, Well, I mean, it was early in the game, so you don't know. Who knows? Like, yeah, but— So the thing, too, is that the— Steelers have given up the least amount of sacks in the league. Their O-line is amazing. Well, I think it's other... that combined with the type of offense they're running. If Rudolph True. throws, I mean, every week we talk about this guy having like 150 to 230 yards, but his average completion is like five or six yards. He's literally just throwing little dinky throws to yeah, the running back. doing it. I mean, it works. The other it's side so of it weird. too is uh, the defensive line – has is number two in getting sacks 
So, I mean, the the D-line, it's a mixture of a lot of things, I think. Some of it's luck, too. But on the other side of the ball with the Rams, they played awful. And Goff is so bad on the road. He was 243 yards, two interceptions, a fumble loss. That was for a touchdown. Uh, (laughs) Gerald Everett, still rely on him. 12 targets, 68 yards. Gurley... 73 yards that's that's pretty good especially against this defense but robert woods coming out of the woods with 95 yards i think i i think we were taught texting about cooper cup yeah i no I, catches the sealers are 30 ranked 32 against the slot receivers and he is like the best slot receiver in the game in zero catches zero wow. yards. yeah i didn't it's watch crazy. the game did they have minka on him at all like was he shadowing his side or anything like that i mean not that i could see not like it was like overly apparent yeah imagine if the rams just gave the ball more to Gurley. i mean he had 73 on 12 carries like right i don't know it's just weird steelers keep finding ways to win though five and four and i just i don't think they're good enough to hang with baltimore no, so, I don't either. So it's, I mean, they're still going to be in that in that race, though. Let's it put it this way: like... Steelers are the Bills in the Patriots division. Yeah, they're better than the Bills, but I get the I get the analogy. Yeah. Okay, just the analogy. Well, yeah. moving on. We talked enough about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have Minnesota and Dallas. Yep. What do you think about this one? Other than Amari Cooper is a beast. He is a beast. Interesting game. Um, a lot of people actually had minnesota winning this and i was like eh, i don't know dallas at home pretty good yeah. but nonetheless here it is seven and three <laughs> the vikings win 28 24 kirk cousins another pretty solid game i mean two, not you like crazy, that? <laughs> not crazy fantasy stats but 220 and two touchdowns no no interceptions and obviously He's they rode consistent too yeah and is it time to start respecting him a little more i mean yes. everybody yep. hates on yep uh losing record against winning teams and can we I mean, just respect kyle rudolph in that freaking catch uh, he had yeah that oh catch was, my god that catch was ridiculous he one-handed caught it and got possession and showed possession yeah. one-handed touchdown yeah. then he got another t- one on top of it triple tap of the toes too he oh. got them all in yeah and then of course who visually with the eyeball test to me looks like the best running back in football dalvin cook 97 yeah. yards on a touchdown I mean, seven catches for 86 yards. I was going to say 150 all-purpose yards. I know yeah, he, McCaffrey didn't get that this week, but Cook yeah. did. This was, yeah, this was a McCaffrey game, pretty much. Yeah. And those two, I mean, those two are like hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, McCaffrey's been better, but... And I know you you kind of said Diggs was going to have a rough week this week, too. Yeah. Um, 49 yards, that's okay. I don't... I He's... I want to say he's boomer bust, because he is. He is. But his bust being five points is not as bad as... Robbie Anderson's boomer bust or you well, know like some of the I mean I'm just saying Diggs is a little bit more consistent than most boomer bust but it's still I, I don't know I, I hope he picks it up soon and they have some easy match easy matchups but again handcuff time Alexander Madison if you I, somebody already has him I'm sure you gotta get him eight my, attempts my guy. Yards? like come on yeah that's one thing I wanted to say just waiting on yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say too. Madison, I mean, if he gets if if Cook gets twenty two carries here and Madison gets twelve, he might get in the end zone too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's we've just, seen it. No, we've seen it. We know it's absolutely yeah. gonna happen. He's a beast, man. And then on Dak, the other side of things Dak Prescott, man. He's uh, doing it. 
He is he's a, another one I think we should almost start respecting a lot more. Oh, for sure. And this is his best year by far. I mean, he's been slinging it all over the place. He's around 400, 400 yards like every week. Yeah, 397, three touchdowns, the interception. A lot of that went to Amari Cooper and just Randall Cobb. Well, I don't know. I would say he spread it between the three. Cooper yeah. had 147 and a touchdown. Cobb had 106 and a touchdown. And Gallup had 76 and a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know what to say about <laughs> Cobb and all of that. I don't think that's a, a normal thing. I don't I either. Just think that's this. That's how this game went. I and... do think that Zeke doesn't look the same. Yeah, he goes through this with them. I mean, he has like three game spans every season. It seems like where he just, I don't know if like he just gets lazy or what. Not like it's been that way. I mean, I, I'm looking at his stats right now. The last few weeks, 23 for 139, 22 for 111 and a touchdown, 28 for 105 and a touchdown. So it's just this week. Uh, Minnesota's rush defense is also top tier. So I think yeah. they just kind of went yeah. with it how it was going. Things. Sometimes they get in like these pass happy modes, the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. I know he had 20 carries, but 20 carries and 20 carries in rhythm are different. Well, let's say... 20 carries and Prescott had 46 attempts. That's right. a lot. That is right. a lot. So uh, last game here we have going on the best one. And I said, this was probably gonna be my favorite of the year is Seattle and San Francisco battling it out. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Other than Russell Wilson knows how to play football. Uh, Russell Wilson knows how to play football. That's, yeah. That's about that, it. Wrap this show lead. up and move on. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he, he, it wasn't spectacular numbers wise, but he just wins. I mean, right. literally when he needs to do it, he does it. Um, yeah. They actually, him and Jimmy G kind of played similar games. Garoppolo threw a little bit more, but numbers wise, they, they stuck to the same a little bit. Um, it's almost know, starting man. to look like that. The Niners can be beat on the ground. Carson had 89 and a touchdown. I think the week yeah. before that, uh, Kenyon Drake ran all over him. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that's the go-to, but it just—I expect to Carson on, honestly to have like 50. But yeah, I, I, don't know. I mean, more Hollister, so, more so on the ground than in the air for sure. Yeah, and Hollister, he had eight receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown. If you're looking for a tight end, get him. Uh, he's filling that Disley role real nice. He's getting yep. known on the team. Lockett was one I don't think we brought up uh, with injuries. Mm-mm. he had some sort of a hamstring issue. I They kind of freaked out. It, I think it's because it something happened. It just swelled up real bad, and it looked worse than what it was. He goes in, from what they're saying, uh, Carol said he's going to be fine after their bye week. So we'll okay. find out. I, I would. So with that being said, Carol's pretty honest when it comes to this stuff. I think it's, at most, you might be looking at a week out, but I think he's going to come back after the bye. Yeah, and I I just want to take a second to talk about how good DK Metcalf is. Yep. Um, he's leading all rookies in receiving outside of I think yardage, and so really? he's leading in catches. He's leading in touchdowns. Um, McLaurin must have slowed down then. Oh, he has for sure. Yeah. But just insane because people were just like making fun of him at the start. They were like, he's just this big muscle head. He he can only run straight. He can't cut. He can, you know what I mean? And and well. I don't know if that's making fun, except his combine, if you looked at the chart, was literally 40-yard dash at 100%. Every other one was like 10% or lower. So I mean, they were still making fun of him, acting like he could only run in a straight line. (laughs) Well, And and now he's leading rookie receivers. Even if that were the case, Deshaun Jackson made a whole career out of that. So, (laughs) And that's not the case, but yeah. yeah. So the, the 
thing here, uh, receivers, Kendrick Bourne, I don't make much of it. I think he got a little bit more attention because Sanders went out. But Debo Samuel moving forward is going to be a good add-on. I actually already picked him up two weeks ago for a fill-in. The running back situation is a little murky again because Brita got hurt. And if he sits, I think most hurt is a great start with Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been saying that every week. Or, right. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever two are playing. How about what Marquise Goodwin doesn't even have a single target? He had three that's targets. Per- oh, there's nothing on mine about it. Yeah, zero catches, zero yards. Maybe that's why targets. they didn't put it because he had zero catches still. Yeah, but. yeah. Okay. Just, well, just uh, two more targets than Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah, if Sanders is good, play him next week. Don't worry about him being shaky or anything. Yeah, yeah. So cool. let's jump into a very interesting segment here that I wanted to go over here. Um, booms or busts for 2019. So guys that have overachieved and guys that have underachieved based on kind of where they were drafted, expectations that people had in preseason and kind of what they're doing now. So if you want to start with some of yours, I actually have my breakdowns per position and I have some. Well, all right, then you want to start with quarterback? Yeah, let's do it. All right, one of my overachievers here, well, Your I mean, honestly, yeah, is Lamar Jackson. I mean, yep. we half expected it, but at the same time, like, he's still, like, going above that expectation. Way and above. The, I, this next one here is based on draft position, is Russell Wilson. Again, he goes so late, and he's so good. Let me touch on Lamar real quick. Yeah, before yeah. He, um, I have for all these guys too. I have their average draft position and where they rank in their position in fantasy. Um, Lamar was drafted 105th average draft position. So in a 10, 10 man league, that's the 10th round Wow. in, in 12 man. It's about eight or nine. Um, and he's ranked number two quarterback in fantasy. <laughs> and he was taken after all these quarterbacks. I mean, if you're thinking 10th round, how many quarterbacks went before him? Right. That's insane. Russell, I feel like Russell always performs above where he's drafted. And I don't know why. I think it's because he's not, like, flashy. Yeah. Uh, but he's almost always, like, the sixth or seventh quarterback taken. Well, he doesn't. I mean, Lockett's there, but he never has, like, a huge receiver that's like, oh, yeah. this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he had Doug yeah. Baldwin before that. He never had a huge flashy receiver. So I think that's partially why. I agree. I agree. Um, I, my next one, I have Dak. He was... Okay. ADP 123. He's the number four quarterback ranked. Nice. And, I mean, he's just been fantastic. And Dak, it, people who took Dak, a lot of the top three teams ranked in your leagues, probably one of them have Dak. Yeah. That's like he's kind of like the Austin Hooper. That's like the the deep unexpected overachiever. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think you see that because he's been back and forth so much. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we see this consistency, especially with him and Cooper being so well-matched together. My last one there, though, is going to come to an end at some point, but the Minshew train. <laughs> yeah. I say that in regards, if I'm a Jags fan, man, my season is not as bad as it should have been. No, definitely not. A rookie not. quarterback he... coming in there and doing what he did is unbelievable. Yeah, and not just a rookie, but a guy that was not – he had no plans for him to really do anything. It wasn't like he was drafted and being groomed. Right. Uh, he just took fire. 
And that's been fun to watch. I'm kind of sad Foles is back, honestly. Right. Um, my last one is Kirk Cousins, average draft position 130. And he is the number eight quarterback yeah. in fantasy. Nice. And then as Buss. Well, well, I had Stafford in there too, but Stafford's one I think we expect to do as well as he was doing until his injury. You know? uh, I would agree. I, it's, I don't know it's, where it's he was drafted. He's all my he's my honorable mention. There you go. I, I feel like he was definitely drafted lower than what he's produced. Um he was probably in the late double digit rounds, like around Lamar. So yeah. I would I would definitely say my number one busted quarterback, probably the same as yours, it's Baker. He was drafted number sixty one average draft position. So consider that he was sixty first where Lamar Jackson was one oh five. Uh, and Baker's ranked the 24th quarterback in fantasy. So it's pretty rough. Been rough yeah, for him. It is. It is. Uh, my other one, we actually just talked about him, is Jared Goff. He was drafted number 72 average draft position, and he is the number 18 quarterback. That's so. high. 72? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I wasn't high on him. I didn't expect him to do I felt. I feel like he's a very mediocre guy mm. in general like he's not even good at monopoly or you know he was grocery fa- lists or subpar he was fantastic last year so i think people just expected that to get even better and it yeah. clearly didn't going into the running back booms dalvin cook mm-hmm. uh i know a lot of people took a lot of other running backs like even zeke people took zeke well ahead of dalvin cook and zeke is underperformed compared to dalvin cook and i just i, I don't know just good for cook you know yeah, yeah, I have Cook as well, number 16 ADP. So he was taken second round, middle of the second round, late second round, depending on uh, your size, and he's the number two running back. So definitely uh, mm-hmm. overachiever. My next one, Aaron freaking Jones, yeah. number 35. RB1. Yeah, well, he's actually RB3, um, but uh, 35 average draft position. So that's like third round. One of my other big ones is actually uh, Fournette. Yep, me too. Yeah, I, his and it, on, on large part of I mean, he's still just running into people and through them, but <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't have a lot of touchdowns, but his receive his receiving yards and receptions make up for that. I think. Yeah, he's added uh, the receiving part of the game to his game, which has made him actually a really big threat in PPR, which is the exact opposite of what I thought. Uh, he's he was actually drafted number twenty three, so end of the yeah. second round, um, and he's the number nine running back. And my yeah, last one, nice. I think we had the same. We have like the same exact running backs. Um, Nick Chubb, he was yeah. taken. Average draft position was number fourteen, which okay. Started the second round. Uh, some places he was taken in the first round. I saw, but you know it's average draft position. So and he's right. the number six running back. Well, I was going to say with him, it's. I, I mean, a lot of people knew he was going to be this good. It's just, like, we're finally seeing it, as well as, like, there's not much else going right in that offense. You mm-hmm. assumed he would be going the wrong way, but he's he's great. Yeah, he's so and the good. other thing is, you know, you say that people knew he was going to be good, but everybody also knew, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was going to be good. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Chubb was a rookie last year. He didn't even start until, like, near halfway through the year. So... I don't know. It, it, people had doubts. You know, some yeah. people took him fifth and some people took him 20th. You know, there was yeah. a lot. He was one of the most spread out pre pre draft ranking people. I remember in my draft, somebody showed me 
Yahoo had him ranked like fourth, and then ESPN had him twenty second. It was just crazy. That's weird. Yeah. Um. But to get to, do you have any more running backs or no? I do not. No. Just okay. Some so we'll, yeah, we'll get to the bus. I have a lot of bus on running back. <laughs> um. My first one is actually Saquon Barkley, average yeah. draft position number one, undoubtedly. His injury has a large part to do with that, but. It does, but he's the 18th ranked running back. And comparative to, he was no doubter number one. And when he was healthy, he still wasn't even outscoring the likes of Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook. Yeah. So, you know, again, the injury thing, but that's a part of it. Uh, I wouldn't blame this running back, but I got to give it to Mixon. I think he's my number one letdown this year. I would blame his I knew you were going to say that. And he's actually the 18th ranked running back, so... Yeah, but what he did last year and compared to this year is what a lot of people depended on. Like, I drafted him and Ingram as my one-two punch, and luckily I got Josh Jacobs by luck, and I... So... Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I've know. been fine with his production. It's been a little bit under what I thought, but he's actually been really good the last two weeks, and then, you know, we've talked about it. He's had 10-plus points in PPR six out of the last eight weeks now. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I I thought RB2, borderline RB1, and he hasn't been that. So Um, I actually have your boy James Conner. Yeah, me too. He was – average draft position was number eight. That's first round, end of the first round. I like the Steelers, and I wouldn't have drafted him that early. Yeah, but the masses did. Um, did. And he's actually the number 15 running back. Well, 15 running back, not just overall player. So, right. Uh, right. That's that's pretty bad. And then speaking of Steelers, your former Le'Veon Bell. Yep. I, he, he might be the biggest boss. Let's give him that. He, he might be. He was drafted right. But so here's why. Here's here's where I'm going to tell you he's not. And all of my everything I talk about is PPR ranks. So maybe yeah. a little different standard. But so Connor was taken eighth average draft. He is the 15th ranked running back. Le'Veon was drafted ninth right behind him, and he's the number 11 ranked running back. So statistically, Connor a bigger bust. Le'Veon is a bigger name, though. So I could see, like, name recognition. You know, he's probably going to be great, whatever. I I never believed in him just because of that line in Adam Gase. So Um, my next one's David Johnson. Of uh, course. Number 11 ADP, and he's the number 16 running back. Yeah. And – my last one, Todd Gurley, number 15 Ugh. ADP, and he is the number 24 you know, runner. You know who I just, the biggest bust actually I think is probably Kalen Balaj. You know, I just really expected him to come <laughs> out, and I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> no, we'll, get to, we'll get to the biggest bust when we get to receivers, don't worry. Okay. So let's, you want to put the tight ends and receivers in the same category? Because I don't really have that I many. Actually, yeah, I actually didn't even name any tight ends. I okay. mean, I could off so, the top of my head. Well, my, I'll start with the tight end for a, a big boom that I think would be Mark Andrews. Uh, yep. Or Waller. Waller kind of went undrafted. But Andrews, I, I literally, in all of my drafts I got him, he was my last pick. So, mm. you know, that's why. But the, the reason it's hard to say this, tight ends are so chancy. You never know. Yeah. So, Other than my, you know, those top guys. But, yeah. Yeah. So, my biggest... Uh, wide receiver that has been awesome probably dj chark i think he's yeah he's up there for me for sure i have chark on my list he had no adp because he was right. undrafted in so many leagues and he's the number yeah. 12 number 12 wide receiver yeah 
Um, my number one wide receiver, and it may seem like stupid to say, but um, it's Michael Thomas. I was he, thinking that, man. He was drafted 15th in most leagues. So that's behind, I mean, literally that's behind Hopkins, that's behind Adams, that's behind Julio Jones, that's probably behind Tyreek Hill, that's behind Juju, that's behind Odell. Wow. Like I all don't know why. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know why either. People just... I mean, in a lot of cases, he's like the number three wide receiver taken, but obviously ADP shows a little bit different. Uh, but he's the number one wide receiver in football, uh, fantasy football. And right. he was taken 15th overall. And he's um, probably the number one player in football. Yeah. Yeah, like he could be. Wide receiver, I'm saying at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Another boom for me, Amari Cooper. Number yeah. 37 ADP. And he's the number four wide receiver. Yeah, he's great. Who else you got? I got a few more, but the big one. I, I so the two I'm kind of thinking of is Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, both yeah. teams like in Denver to be able to do that, and then to go to the Niners and just keep doing it. But I only thought of him because Cortland Sutton. Like he's so mm -hmm. good. He's so good. And he's yeah. showing, like, he's in his second year. He can do what he's supposed to be doing on the team, no matter the quarterback, even as the number two. Like, it's just, it's a good time. Yeah, he was taken real late. I, I didn't have him, so I don't know, but definitely late. Uh, yeah. I also have Chris Godwin. He was definitely looked at as, like, somebody who would produce well, not this well. Uh, number 53 ADP. Oh. And he is the number three scoring wide receiver. Yeah. Kenny Galladay. Number fifty one, number fifty one ADP, the number eleven wide receiver. So if you think about how good Godwin was as a value, he was taken two spots after Galladay, and he's eight spots higher ranked was, as receiver. Was Allen Robinson about spot on with his draft and where he is now? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like think... he would be, but I feel like he, even so, he still had a good year. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's been okay. Yeah. I, I think he's okay. probably underperformed his ADP a little bit, but I don't think he was taken, like, crazy high. Okay. And then my last receiver, uh, our boy Terry McLaurin, he also had no ADP, and he's the number 28 wide receiver now. Yeah, he, Christian he's falling Kirk's off. almost up there. If Christian Kirk can finish out, I think he'll be in there. Yeah, for sure, but just, you know, thus far. Um, and I then, think you know who my biggest bust is, if, if that's where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. I can't. I can't wait to. <laughs> My biggest bust is Devonte Adams. What, dude? He's gone. What th you said? Three years straight with ten plus touchdowns every uh, year. Yeah. And then true. now he has like two, maybe. Yeah, the... I don't even know if he has two. It's the curse, dude. It is. It's the Madden curse, even though he's not on it. Well, I have. Your oh yeah, that, there's the biggest bust right there is Antonio Brown. Wait, dude, that was my secret bust at the end. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, my first one is your boy DeAndre Hopkins, number seven ADP. So he was taken squat middle in the of the first round. Definitely the first, like, unanimous first receiver taken in almost all drafts. And he's ranked number seven. So he's still doing fine. But to be Got the it, yeah. first receiver right. off the board in your rank Especially seven. Especially in PPR. Yeah, and in the first round, when you when you decide not to take a stud running back, and some people probably didn't take a good running back because we we talked about the average draft position of some of these running backs like Dalvin Cook, like uh, Chubb, they so they went after DeAndre Hopkins, so you missed out on not only 
a more rare position to land a good player, but you also took him ahead of receivers that are outperforming him. Yeah. Uh, my next one, I'm sure he's on both of our lists. We talked about this already. Uh, Odell, number 19 ADP. He is the number 26th ranked receiver. So yeah. uh, end of the second round, that is a pretty big miss for a lot of people. I am one yeah. of those people. He's mm. been okay, but... In uh, that, I know we kind of talk about them together as Juju. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's not... I'm not saying it's all Juju's fault because Big Ben isn't there, but still... Like, talk, about the talk about the drops, though. I, I mean, know, Juju's that's what I mean. Drops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have Juju as well. So I know you said OBJ was a bigger disappointment to you. And that's probably true just in, in the case of like reality. Like you thought OBJ would perform better. But like with Baker and Ben there, I honestly think I would have put Juju ahead of him. Before the year had started, I would have yeah. thought. Um, almost just because the Browns had so much talent spread around also. You know, you didn't know if Baker could zone in on just OBJ, but um, OBJ was taken 19th and is the 26th receiver. Juju was taken four spots ahead of OBJ at 15, Man. and he is the 36th ranked receiver. Yeah. He's not, that's wide receiver three, Juju. Wow. 10 wow. spots, he's taken four spots higher than OBJ, and he's 10 spots lower. Yeah. The one that other is... guy I have too is, uh, Keenan Allen, but after like week four or five, he was yeah. very high, and then he's just he's gone away. He's he yeah, had what I think sixty eight yards or something this week, and yeah, on eight catches. Yeah, and it's just not it's not going well for that him. That goes into kind of why I was like, is Rivers kind of like, you know, not done, but like he's I don't know where is he? Yeah, yeah, and then my biggest bust, which was just you know Antonio Brown, he was taken twenty sixth. So that's start of the third round. And I know exactly, excuse me, I know exactly where he was taken because I had to take him in one league because of just where, like, before the year, how things were laid out. And getting him there at 26 would have been fantastic if he played because he showed yeah. you that first week with the Patriots. I mean, it was yeah. easy. Uh, but obviously, you know, so... he's a psychopath who doesn't play in the NFL anymore, so... Quick last mentions for me. I have AJ Green. If he doesn't come back, he's a complete bust. Too many people held on to him for too long. I'm at that decision now. I'm dropping him. If there's somebody that can get me 10 points a week, I'm dropping him. It's, Where'd I don't you have get time. him, though? I didn't draft him. I got off the waivers. But right, somebody, so... somebody else drafted him in my league and then dropped him, and that's how I got him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think right, right. where Just he was drafted, Just I don't yeah. I think, so Herndon is one that's up there for tight ends. Uh, McDonald yeah. is another uh, one that's up there. Vance McDonald. Uh, Vance, I thought was my biggest steal in the, my here draft. Comes, here comes the home run. OJ Howard, biggest bust for tight end. Yeah. It, Other it, than this week, one week. Yeah, either him or Vance. I mean, Vance hasn't even had a week like OJ did. Ugh, God. They're both brutal. Tight end is so, yeah, like you said, it's so chancy. You just it never is. know. I know, and so we're gonna go now into the preview for the next week. We're probably we gonna got <laughs> can't wait. Uh, we're probably gonna oh. go through this not quick, but you know, we're starting out hot, hot with Pittsburgh at Cleveland. This is one of my locks. 
Cleveland oh. is favored by two and a half points. I'm taking Pittsburgh over. Actually, Cleveland. they were favored by a full three last I checked. Oh, well, even so, I'd still take them. So you're taking Pittsburgh? Yeah. All right, I'm taking Cleveland. Here we go. Let's go. I don't have a I don't have a lock on it. I actually almost locked. This game is really like it's gonna be good. Up in the air for so me. Like me, I bounced back and forth between both. Let me tell you the bets I have on the on Cleveland and Pittsburgh rivalry this year because it's I love it. With my friend Anthony, who has Anthony's family pharmacy. Sure. Uh, <laughs> little plug. The first bet is if Pittsburgh has more wins than Cleveland. Or Cleveland has more wins than Pittsburgh. That's the bet. And he has Cleveland, I have Pittsburgh. Whoever wins has to make a music video of the other's choosing. (laughs) So that's the first one. The next bet is we have, he thinks that Cleveland will sweep Pittsburgh, all like win out against them. If they do, I owe him 50 bucks. But if Cleveland or Pittsburgh splits it or wins both, I get 25. So wow, that's a lot of confidence. When did you make that bet before the year started? I made it. Pro- I think I made it the week Ben got hurt. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, as far as this game goes, I think it's going to be an ugly, grounded out type game. And in that case, so. I like Chubb this week a lot. Yeah. Um, I actually like Baker to continue what he's doing. I know you love that Pittsburgh defense, but well, he's consistent Baker- now. Well, for two weeks, so we'll see if it keeps going. But I like him for at least 200 yards and two touchdowns. And I like Landry over Odell as far as performing. Um, yeah. And I like Pittsburgh's running backs because that's literally what their offense runs through is because Mason Rudolph throws rollout dumps to his running backs all game. Right. So uh, I think it's going to be close. I think it could literally go either way. I mean, Pittsburgh's pass rush uh, is going to be really hard for the Browns tackles. They're really bad. Uh, but Cleveland has a good pass rush and a really good secondary. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's just a rivalry, crazy game. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, next game, we got Houston at Baltimore. I have Baltimore in this one, but it's going to be. Whew. I do, too. I think it's going to be a great game. I, this is kind of a show me game for Baltimore, I think, because Houston's a good team. They're not great, but they're good. And I think Houston really needs the win here to kind of climb up their division and i mean lamar versus deshaun is just i mean that's literally like it's gonna be so fun to watch um i like hollywood brown again this week i think he's like i said we said before i like mark andrews this week too (laughs) yeah that's not you know if lamar's gonna (laughs) we we said if lamar's gonna perform well mark andrews are gonna perform well so um I like Carlos Hyde this week also. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think either team is going to run away with it. Yeah, and I like, what, Kenny Stills, I'd say, and DeAndre. I, Baltimore doesn't have the best. They they have a better since they've yeah. gotten Marcus Peters past Yeah, season. yeah. So Since, as soon as they can move Marlon Humphrey to the number two, they've gotten really good. Yeah. Um, I like Hyde. You know, Mixon just tore them up last week, the, the Ravens. Yeah. Um, and I would say sit Ingram. I said this two weeks ago when we again the the vaulted unrecorded recorded uh, podcast. Um, I can't remember who matched up with Baltimore two weeks ago. Um, maybe New England. I said to sit Sony, or I don't know. It, it was yeah, but whoever I, I Houston know. played. Uh, but Houston's third well, against the rush, and they've only and it's allowed. It's crazy because. They don't have Clowney now, and Watt got hurt, but now their yeah. defensive line's better. Yeah, so they're third. They're third against the rush and have only allowed three touchdowns. So I wouldn't expect much from Ingram. 
Yeah. Then we have Atlanta at Carolina. I'm actually choosing Atlanta in this game again. I said that was no. That I almost chose that as a lock, but it is not. Yikes. Uh, I got Carolina. I think they're almost a six-point favorite. I absolutely love DJ Moore in this game. I think a b- another big PPR day. I like Brian Hill. Carolina's fourth worst against the rush, and they've allowed the most rushing touchdowns. So I think not only Brian Hill a good br- good pickup this week on waivers, but I think he's going to perform. And then we were talking about deeps. We were talking about sleepers for tight end. Um, and I'm not going with Luke Stocker here replacing Hooper. But they're receiving tight end. And this is literally like super deep, deep, like daily. If you're really trying not to spend anything on your tight end and put your money elsewhere, Jaden Graham is the third string tight end, but he's a receiving tight end compared to Luke Stocker. Uh, so I think there's a possibility there just for daily. I wouldn't say season long, yeah. but that guy could literally catch a touchdown or two and have like 40 or 50 yards. Yeah. Dallas at Detroit we have next. I'm hoping Stafford's back in this game. Uh but I think the Dallas defense is a little bit better there. So but I have Detroit winning this one. I know I you're have... gonna hate that. No, I don't hate it. I mean every time I pick Detroit I'm wrong. So they probably will win because I'm picking Dallas. Yeah. Um I'm low on Zeke, that defensive line for Detroit actually pretty stifling against the rush. Um but I really love the Cowboys receivers. Lions are fifth worst against wide receivers. Uh-huh. So yep. I like all cool. three of them, but yeah. Mostly Gallup and Cooper. Jacksonville at Indianapolis next. I have I literally, Jacksonville winning this one. I literally couldn't pick this game. Like, I didn't make a pick, and I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. If, Jac- if Jacoby plays, I'm taking the I Colts. know. That, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. It, it, so I'm kind of on the fence, I guess. But if Jacoby plays, I'm taking the Colts. If he doesn't, take Jacksonville. I'm, I'm interested. Jacksonville because the Steelers beat Indianapolis. Barely, but okay. Foles. <laughs> Yeah, 26-24. That stellar defense gave up 24 points. Foles is back, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I like DJ Chark because they had really good chemistry on that first, you know, in that first game with what Foles did play. And I like uh, Marlon Mack a lot this game. Yeah. So give me both teams, depending on who's playing. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. Uh, this is one of my locks. I am taking Buffalo to win. They are six-point favorites, and I'm saying Miami's going to cover that spread. So Buffalo still wins, but by less than six. Yeah, um, I have Buffalo the, winning this too. The only thing I really wanted to mention here was that I like Singletary and Gore. Um, Singletary more, but I don't have much yeah, else to Miami's, say. Miami's a different team with uh, Fitzpatrick back there, so... I well, know. I also think their defense is just fired up. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think Denver their coach at... is getting to him, actually. Den... Glorious. <laughs> Denver at uh, Minnesota. I have Minnesota winning this one. I do as well. I'm very down on digs. You don't want to touch Chris Harris. and the... uh, Denver's fourth against wide receivers. So Does um, Cleveland have a timetable? Not that I saw. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then see. I... I'm down on Denver's running backs. Minnesota's rush defense is really good, so I wouldn't really, I wouldn't be excited about playing Freeman or Lindsay this week. Yeah, my next lock here is uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, and I have New Orleans winning this. What's the spread on this one? I don't know. I think you told me it was like six for Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was five or six. Yeah, I think it's six for Tampa Bay. Ah, so pretty much saying the Saints will win by a touchdown. Okay. Um. I've got New Orleans, too. I, I don't have it as a lock, but uh, I'm down on Kamara and Murray. We know about that run defense that Pitts, uh, that Tampa Bay has. 
but on the flip side of that, I love Michael Thomas. I love. I actually love Ted Ginn this week, and I love Jared Cook against this Tampa Bay pass defense, which is last. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm up on um, Chris Godwin. I, I think yeah. if, if Lattimore's playing, he's going to be all over Mike Evans. But either way, uh, I like Godwin more than Evans this week. Yeah, and then Jets at Washington. Oh, Jets. God. Yeah. I have this... the Jets. Yeah, me too. I've, Haskins is starting. Uh, I'd be careful with McLaurin. Jets actually are – their defense is, you know, mediocre. But Washington yeah. is garbage. So Well, so the Jets – so I like Le'Veon this week. Um, Washington is the fifth worst rushing defense in the league. So they're very susceptible to being run on. Um, I'm very down on – Adrian Peterson or Geis, whoever that is. The Jets, I think, have the – what was it? I think they have the third-best rush defense in the league. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually up on Haskins. I know he's just not been great at all, uh, but this Jets' pass defense is horrible. So if there's any week for Haskins to well, look like a pro quarterback, it's this week. They might have Daryl Roberts coming back, so it'll get a little bit better, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean – so. It, uh Arizona at San Francisco. Yeah, this is one of my locks. I have San Francisco by 11 and a half. That is a a crazy oh. number. No, I don't. I, I wasn't done. I don't think San Francisco covers that. So I think okay. Arizona. Arizona's That's gonna... where I was going. I was like, I don't know. I could see Arizona keeping up. Well, but... they, they, they just played them a few weeks ago and only lost by four. So. Yeah. But this isn't a Thursday night football game. It's it's Sunday. It's different. But um, I still think that's too big of a spread. I think San Francisco's banged up. They're not playing as well. Um, and San Francisco, when they have to rely on the pass more, because Arizona's rush defense is actually pretty decent. Um, but I don't know. I, I just don't think they'll win by that much. Yeah. Um, compared to last week, I'm way down on Kyler Murray. San Francisco's first against quarterbacks and second against wide receivers. So not going to be much space for him there. Also relays me to say no good on Christian Kirk or Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, but I'm up on Jimmy G, Arizona's second worst versus quarterbacks and second worst versus wide receivers. So I know that's why I picked up Debo Samuel against him. Yeah, uh, that's Can't a wait. good pickup. I think him, even with Sanders, I think he might put up some numbers. Yeah. So uh, New England at Philly. This was one of my locks. I have Philly winning this game. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know why you think it's that crazy. So let me tell you why. New England hasn't played. They finally played the Ravens. And I'm not saying Eagles are the Ravens, but I'm saying they finally played the Ravens and did not look as good as what they've looked against the crappy teams. Right. And I picked the Ravens to beat them, so I wasn't surprised. But (laughs) Bill Belichick, off of a loss, off of a bye week, with an extra week to plan for Philly, I think is easily going to go in there and beat Philly. Uh, I don't have it as a lock for them to cover. I just didn't think it was worth, you know, doing that. But I definitely think the Patriots are going to win here. I don't okay. like Carson Wentz this week at all. Um, I'm actually, even in a league that I have him, he's usually my weekly starter. I'm looking for another option. Yeah, I'm playing um, Josh Allen over him this week. Yeah, that's that's a fine play. Um, I'm way down on Michelle, Sony Michelle this week. Philly's rush defense fourth in the league. Um, Gotta play him though. I'm sitting him, and I'm I'm up on James White because of that. Because I think they're gonna try to manufacture White getting the ball in open space compared to Michelle just running between the tackles. Yeah, I want. I mean, 
Jordan Howard or Sony Michelle? Howard. Really? Yeah. Oh. Trying to bring up I have a couple more like who or who, but my app won't load right now. <laughs> and it involves Sony, of course. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next game we have Cincinnati at Oakland. This is my last lock. Uh, Oakland's favored by ten and a half, and I think they are going to cover that. Nice. Yeah, I have Oakland winning that one too. I think Cincy, you know. Yeah, they're right. They're, they're headed for. They'll look a little bit better this game because Oakland's defense isn't that good. But I think uh, Derek Carr has been sacked the least in the league. That's crazy. I, I don't know. picture a great line with Oakland, but I guess mm-hmm. so. Uh, Josh Jacobs, start of the week for me. Cincinnati last versus the rush, and Jacobs has just been a beast. Um, if A.J. Green plays, I think he's startable. Oakland's third worst versus wide receivers. So even if, you know, Tyler Lloyd. I don't, Lloyd, even I don't know if A.J. Green's going to ever play. I know. <laughs> I say that literally. Like, there's nothing in the tea leaves. There's nothing from the coats. There's nothing. Like, he's jumping on the field, but they tell us it's swelling. Like, you you have no idea. Well, he's literally said that he's frustrated they're not letting him play. So, I mean, he wants to. I know. Um, but even Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate are going to be good plays against Oakland. Um, Chicago at the Rams. So, this is kind of like a loser leaves town match because – Whoever loses this game is, like, probably out of a playoff run type. I mean, the Rams are pretty much there just because the Seahawks and Niners, but they could look for, like, a second wild card. Uh, but it's, like, they're both 5-4, and four, I think, and whoever loses this is pretty much done. Um, yeah. I'm, low, I'm low on Montgomery again. Rams are fifth against the rush. Um, Montgomery faced a good rush defense last – or running defense against um, last week – and he didn't really perform well. 17 for 60, but um, yeah. I'm up on the Rams. Yeah, At me home. too. They'll be fine. Yep, bounce back week for the Rams. I like all of the Rams wide receivers. Chicago's actually not even middle of the pack. They're a little bit below average in their defense this year, which is insane to me. Well, and they just lost Trevathan, so it's going to be even worse. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of weird. They really didn't lose much from last year to this year. I don't know what's happened to their defense, but not yeah. as scary. And finally, and that's the Sunday night game. That's going to be an ugly one. Um, and finally, Monday night, a uh, nice rivalry matchup here. Kansas City at the Chargers. Yeah, I have a KC win in this one. As do I, but I think it'll be definitely interesting and might be close. Yeah, it'll um, be a good one. Kansas City's defense is pretty bad. Like, they look bad. Tennessee's, Tennessee's just diced them up so i think rivers definitely plays better than he did last week i absolutely love melvin gordon uh he's already been on fire the last few weeks and the the um the chiefs are the second worst run defense in the league um and i i always call these out as much as possible um i'm just putting a little warning out for tyreek hill chargers are fifth against receivers and he's going to be covered by casey hayward I'm not yeah. saying he's going to be blanketed and like he could still end up with 70 and a touchdown, something like that. Uh, but I wouldn't expect like 11 for 150 and two touchdown type day. Um, and I really like your boy Hunter Henry, Kansas City's yeah. fifth worst fantasy points allowed by tight ends. So big start for him. All right. Well, that's all of it. That's all we got. That is all of that. Do you have any I... final thoughts, Alan? Oh, of course. 
And I, I think I've said it enough, so I'm not going to harp on it. But get those handcuffs. Get a handcuff. I don't care who it is. I don't care. If there is a team that rushes the ball, they have a backup. I mean, you know, don't go getting Kalen Balazs backup. But I'm talking Mark Ingram backup, uh, Gurley backup. That one's kind of murky. You don't know who it is. Uh, you know, the, the clear-cut backups. Get them now because there's, one's going to go down. That's I think all. that was I feel like that was your final thought three weeks ago. Well it's important, it. people. He's saying it. <laughs> uh my final thought is how interesting and fun it is to watch the evolution of the NFL quarterback. I really feel like it's turning into like it's not turning into college football, but it's kind of almost looking like that. I mean, you have these guys, you have Kyler Murray, you have Lamar Jackson. Even Russell Wilson, I know he's been around for a while. You've got uh, even like Daniel Jones, all these guys that kind of can run around, create plays, stretch the field. They're, they're kind of changing the way offenses can be run. And it's yeah. really fun to watch, especially with like the Lamars and the, and the, uh, and even Mahomes, honestly, it's like his second full year. And it's just crazy to watch all these guys because quarterbacks have always been the, the central eye test for the NFL like that's who it's always about you know whether it be back with Peyton or Brady or Ben or Breeze whoever uh but it's just change I mean all those guys I just mentioned the best quarterbacks in the league this year are nothing like those guys right I mean like Russell and Lamar they're I mean they're nothing like it it's so fun to watch how it's changing and it's exciting and uh and I love it, man. It's fun. Yeah. And it's even more fun for, you know, for fantasy because like, these quarterbacks are crazy. It's just insane. So that's all I got. Alan, it was fun. Can't wait. Definitely yeah. lasted longer than by myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, I would, I'm sure. But uh, it was fun, man. Yeah, it was a good it's time. Fun. Can't wait for next oh. week. Yeah. We got a this... lot of football. This is actually this Sunday. I hope is. I have a friend's giving going on, but I hope it's even hey. more full of football because it is my birthday. So hey, happy I know. birthday, buddy! Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Right. Double AFF people have a great season, or not season, yes. but week. But I hope it's capping off a good season. So yes, enjoy your football weekend, everybody, and uh, big game tomorrow, Brown Steelers. Yeah, catch you on the flippity flop. I'll catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs>